0: Welcome to the Video Insiders Podcast. I'm Carlos Pacheco. And I'm Tom Martin. And we are two grizzled, experienced YouTube channel veterans. We are not YouTubers. Well, Tom
1: is a little bit, but we are much... Maybe in a former life.
0: Yes, but our our work uh, over the many years that we've been on YouTube has been behind the scenes, managing YouTube channels, optimizing YouTube channels, building massive media... Uh, conglomerates, <laughs> 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 their YouTube channels. And this podcast is about the behind the scenes of of YouTube and managing videos and optimizing and making more money from your channel. Tom, how
1: have you been? I have been really, 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 really busy. <laughs> uh, That's I'm, good. Yeah, I'm getting so busy. I've actually uh, hired, well, I wouldn't say hired, I've got some people helping me that I'll be in wow. so yes I kind of have hired people um, yeah. but yeah I was just being a bottleneck for so many things and there were so many things that were just sitting there not getting done and I was probably spending my time on the the not the wrong things but probably not the most important things that needed me and so now I'm trying to as much as possible where tasks don't need it to be me actually doing it uh, is to hand that over to somebody else and uh, get them to do it so so it's addictive because now i'm just like can i hand that off 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 yeah
0: i think that's that's a a, um sort of like a entrepreneurial thing right that you learn as you grow a business like many creators who launch their channels and build their businesses they have a hard time letting go Mm. uh, of of the everyday stuff and you end up learning that you end up you know it ends up really growing your business. And I'm I'm not going to say this as if I'm a pro here because I fall into the same, same, same issues as you. Although I have used people in the past, to this day, I still have a hard time letting go and wanting to have my hands on everything and just do everything myself because the only person I can trust is myself. So, but yeah, I totally get it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm still holding on to a lot of the kind of client-facing work, but it's kind of the background stuff that doesn't need me. It's, it's mainly like, you know, spreadsheets exactly. and Photoshop and video editing and that kind of stuff. Um, but I do think it, soon it will be time for me to look for someone a bit more skilled who can do some of that client work as well, because uh, one of my aims is to really grow that side of the business next year. And it's already starting to kind of creep up on me that I'm running out of time in the week. Um, so, yeah. Watch awesome. Interesting times. And you, how are you good, sir? Good. I mean, last time we
0: spoke, I think we sort of announced that I was sort of leaving the city. So I'm, it's much more a little bit, you know, personal stuff. Work is still busy and still, you know, the the inbound from various uh, conversations has been fascinating. You know, the, the different type of companies I have a, a unique company that reached out to me this week that I don't want to talk about yet, but it's like they're trying to approach the creator um partnership, um, quote unquote MCN side of things very differently. And I call it an MCN, but it's not, but it's, it's like, and I'm like, Listening to them and I'm like, mm, I'm not too sure you know what you're doing, but I'll keep listening. <laughs> yeah. It's been really interesting to see that 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 side of the stuff. I don't know how to describe it other than doing this stuff with YouTube channels with all different companies. Every single company is different. Every single company has unique requirements. It's always sort of like a learning curve with everybody. So it's really interesting to the inbound and uh, the clients that come my way. Before we get started, uh, we want to thank uh, TubeBuddy, now a uh, part of BEN. TubeBuddy is the ultimate tool for creators to streamline their daily workflow on YouTube, allowing for more time to make great content. I use TubeBuddy and recommend TubeBuddy to all my clients. I use TubeBuddy every day. It's the one tool that is my requirement as soon as I start working within the client uh, because it really helps me get things done very quickly from their bulk tools to their SEO tools. It's a must. Tom, do we have an offer?
1: We absolutely do. You can get a world exclusive multi-channel discount by visiting videoinsiders.fm forward slash Thank you, Bill Gates. <laughs> Thank you too.
0: Thank you. just a note a little note, Bill Gates founded B E N who which now owns uh, to buddy, that's why the joke is funny. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is why the joke is funny. If you have to explain it, it's not that funny. But yeah, I know, yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. Um, so, what are we going to talk about this week? We're going to talk about Vid Summit, uh, a new, unique Vid Summit this year. Which I think it's the second year since uh, Mr. Beast bought it, right? Or was that last? Well, year? I think I don't now. think
1: he bought it. I think he bought into it. So I think he uh, like bought a, into it. Yes, you're like right. Partner, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I think last year was the first year, uh, and then. This year is year two.
0: Yes. And uh, I'll be sort of like the the, the sort of the fanboy here because I've never, you know, uh, presented or been, uh, I've been at VidSummit, but I've never sort of been a, t- a speaker and you've been a speaker many, many times. Tom, since, you know, you were in, in the midst of it and you're good buddies with uh, Daryl, um, like, how was it? How do you think, uh, do you think it's still, you know, a must for people like us to go?
1: uh obviously it's very very different not being in person and i think the the thing for me for any event is that the the in-person aspect is probably the most important for any kind of conference um but this year that's pretty much off the table no matter what conference you're talking about so i think we kind of have to leave that to one side uh for this conversation and, and talk about the the educational aspect I think the, the ticket price, if you wanted just the, like the virtual ticket for this year only, so I know there was another ticket option where you could also get like next year's in-person ticket as well. I think the kind of the, the kind of stream ticket only was something like $197, something like that. Yeah. I saw that. I think that's exceptional value considering the amount of people talking, the fact that you got access to all the replays they actually threw in some replays from previous years as well uh which is pretty incredible um so you know if you ask me from a monetary standpoint would it be worth it to pay 197 dollars to get access to however you know what is it something like 40 40 talks uh absolutely a million percent worth it just you know i've um I'll, I'll put my hands up and I didn't experience a lot of it live because I'd just come out of two week isolation and it was the first time that I could leave the house, so most of my weekend was spent outdoors after being cooped in um so my vid some experience was not necessarily a live one but kind of been drip fed drip fed sorry um throughout the week. Uh, Cause we are rec- recording this uh, a week after it started and um, yeah. And including a big binge of, of talks last night as well. So um, yeah, some absolutely fantastic talks. Um, I've still got a long list of ones that I want to get through and um, a lot of familiar faces from the kind of speaking circuit, a lot of new ones as well. Um, and uh, you know, at least, you know, by the talks that I've watched already, that 's you know absolutely well worth the ticket price, uh, and that includes my own because i 'm very vain and I watch back my my own talk as well
0: <laughs> so I have to say like my um, um, my first experience at vid Summit was actually a virtual one many years ago. Uh, I was a virtual client, even back then uh where it was a regular conference they were offering you know the virtual ticket and you know that sold me on the conference uh and made me really want to go the, the year after which I did you know that's one of the things that I find fascinating about and something that people don't think about when they offer uh many people I know in the conferencing world don't understand how much that the virtual thing might prevent people from actually coming, but it also creates this uh, this opening and a showing of what's what you're missing. And you're absolutely right. Like the experience of being in there and mingling with people and, uh, you know, kindred spirits and going out for drinks and all that sort of stuff is, is really hard to, you know, it's like, it's hard to describe it. It's like one of the best things about these conferences, but obviously it is what it is this year. So, Tom, I did watch your, your, your talk. Let's sell it. Let's uh, tell people what was your big presentation about.
1: Yeah, so for once, I um, had the pleasure of not speaking about anything to do with YouTube SEO or you know, optimizing titles or tags or descriptions or anything like that. Nothing about the algorithm. I think I mentioned the algorithm once, and that was an absolute refreshing experience. Um, So what I spoke about is how to increase your monetization on YouTube. And that is not, um, that was not about, you know, having Patreon or having merch or having a membership site or selling tickets to events. This was all about how do you take your existing assets So let's say you've uploaded 500 assets in the past year or so. Uh, How do you take those as they are and make more money from them without not, without doing a whole lot of extra work and without uploading another 500 videos. So just how can you take what you've already published and tweak some things and implement some new strategies to make at least five times more revenue than you're currently making from those, those current, uh, from if you were just only making kind of AdSense money on that. And a big chunk of that um, talk, maybe half of it or a third of it, was uh, based around how to optimise your um, ad settings on YouTube. So ad placements, types of ads that you allow, talking about copyright claims and is it or is it not marked for kids and are you using kind of controversial keywords that might get you flagged for demonetization, stuff like that. So very, very actionable, as I always like to pride myself on in my talks. And, uh, you know, some of those tips, you could go away that night, implement some of that stuff and wake up the next morning and have Im- improved your, your revenue rate on a daily basis. So uh, um, got a lot, a lot, a lot of good feedback about that that talk uh, had a lot of good comments uh and actually that my my talk was actually not part of the main vid summit it was actually um part of the the hype stream the kind of the night before it started and uh it was available to for free on youtube oh youtube live yeah so if you go and check that out i think it's around the it's still available um so you can actually go and watch that. We'll link to it in the show notes. You can still watch that talk, uh, or at least you could yesterday. And um I got an absolutely glowing introduction from uh from Daryl. He was absolutely amazingly complimentary about me before the uh before the talk. And he said that he actually handpicked that talk to uh, show people just how amazing VidSummit was, and uh, and then I jumped on the live stream a few hours later with some really horrible internet connection for some reason, um, and just chatted chatted to Daryl for about fifteen minutes live on that on that stream, It was pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. I've assuming you live streamed from home
1: yes well my internet yeah, uh-huh. was really really good so it was uh some kind of gremlin in the system somewhere but yeah that w- that's available over on the vid summit youtube channel
0: cool we'll make sure to link it in the show notes what i found really fascinating this year is that uh just like it's almost it, it's very youtube in a way whereas there's always a bunch of like a big chunk of newcomers right wait 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 uh, wait, 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 wait before but, we
1: move on before we move on uh, all right. I've all right. got to put you on the spot. What did you think of my talk, Carlos? Are you just are you trying to be polite and not talk about it because it was that bad or what was your No, was, I thought no. What was your thoughts on it? As as someone who's watched it.
0: No, I thought I thought you were, you were absolutely on point. These are all opportunities that uh actionable opportunities. And that's actually, you know, thanks for you know, putting me on the spot there, but one of the things that I hate, and this is me personally, I do not like the whole like, rah rah rah, you need to be creative or blah blah, you know, sort of the the big the big fuzzy yeah. stuff in presentation, be right? Be
1: authentic,
0: be authentic, stuff be like authentic, that. It's like ah, yeah. oh, that's that's not. Actionable stuff, right? I'm very much into the actionable stuff, and I get though, that compliment as well whenever I I do presentations and 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 all that sort of stuff. So definitely appreciate that from uh, your presentations. And I think uh, I think they were great. I think uh, the fact that you know content ID is still something that people don't pay attention to and don't know about, and it's still a wild west. I mean, we talk specifically about YouTube, but there's uh, you know Facebook's dabbling into it all the other platforms are going to have to reckon with it sooner or later. Uh, they're not playing in, in the wild west. They're still playing wild west. Actually, you know, something on a just side note, like, I don't know if you're paying attention to the the craziness around Twitch these days, but all the music takedowns that are happening on Twitch, it's like the reckoning, yeah, the reckoning, like right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and it made me think instantly about what you always say is, you know, grow a platform with kind of the wild, wild west approach. And then, by the time you get regulated or the, the music industry get wind of you, then it's kind of like, all right, well, we're big enough now that we can strike a deal with a record label, you know, so it doesn't matter. It's
0: not, it's not that. It's actually the way I've heard it from, from the other side is that as soon as the, the record labels see that you're scaling up and there's money they're knocking at mm-hmm. the door and yeah. I, just, just, I don't want to sort of dwell too much on this because this can be an, a, a comp, uh, like a full on podcast. And I got something in the works to talk about this, but um, essentially Twitch has been like, I, 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 I'm putting Twitch under the bus. I mean, six years, Amazon bought this company and six years, they've like, just like twiddled their thumbs. And I know for a fact that they knew this was going to happen and they still did nothing. Because they thought, oh, we're Amazon, right? So, anyways, that's that's a sideline of that stuff. Yeah. So, um, interesting, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like you know, the distribution, the uh, the content ID, these are all things that really uh, people, you know, content creators, and also the language thing, right? The, the regional uh, sort of distribution is all things that content creators don't understand or don't pay attention to, and they they work. You know, they they focus on getting their videos seen, but there's a, such an underbelly of content uh, of content mon- monetization and your tactics were basically on point. So good job.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Again, sort of what I was saying uh, before I was put on a spot is um, I remember going to VidCon for a couple of years and it was like, you know, or any other YouTube conference. And the year after I'd be like, who the hell are these people? <laughs> I can't say it's as intense with VidSummit because there are some certain people that are just staples in the industry and they're all there. But I did see, I did feel like there was a lot of fresh faces. And before we get into that, uh, we'll talk about it, that in the next, in the next uh, sort of part. But was there anything that you felt is new perspectives, Right because you know we we're, we're used to sort of the standard things and and then the new you know the optimization and 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 maybe we 're too deep into it or too used to it, but is there anything out there that somebody's saying or that everybody's sort of saying that you know it feels new or different this year
1: Well, I will caveat that with two things: one is I still haven 't watched all of the ones that I want to watch. Uh, And two, the ones that I've watched so far have all had nothing to do with quote unquote, like YouTube strategy, pretty much. So I haven't been, I haven't watched anything that's mentioned the algorithm or, you know, capturing the audience or anything like that. Uh, Apart from one, maybe, which I'll talk about in a bit. Um, But I've been watching everything that's more interesting to me. So things like, uh, fair use law and um, advertising disclosures and affiliate marketing, so all the kind of stuff that's around YouTube, but not necessarily like here's how to get more views. One, so I did I watched one that was really good uh, from my good friend Luke. Uh, he was talking about how to kind of uh, trend jack, which is a which is something I used to teach and preach a lot a lot a lot and i've got millions of views from but i've really gone away from that or haven't had the opportunity to exploit it so it was really good to be reminded of that and he also had some really good kind of new things that i i wasn't thinking about so check that out that's my good friend luke sharon what was really interesting for me is I, i went back and also watched um mr beast's talk from last year And it was really, really interesting to me. So he he shared his thumbnail process and a lot of stuff like that. And that's interesting. But what, you know, what what was great about that talk was was two things. One was he basically just said, it's really, really basic, you know, make content that people want to watch and (laughs) make it so that people can click on it. Right. I would add a third thing onto that and it's, you know, optimize it so it gets in front of people in the first place. But... That's another discussion, but he just broke it down to such basics. And he's like, these are the kind of three or four things that are really, really important. And the one that really stuck out to me was nothing kind of YouTube specific, but he was like, we had, I had two friends and we'd call each other every day and we'd talk about what we did that day on YouTube and we'd swap experiments and we'd get feedback on our thumbnails and our YouTube titles. And we called each other every day for like three years. And, like, I remember now doing that at the BBC every day with my two, you know, fellow channel managers, and we'd say, what do you think about this title? Do you think I should do that to the thumbnail? And I really have not valued that kind of feedback and that kind of uh, masterminding, as you might want to call it. And yeah, you know, you know, iron sharpens iron. And when you've got people around you that are smart and know what they're doing and they're kind of pushing you and questioning what you're doing and you're doing that back to them. I think that's just such an important thing. And uh, yeah, that was a really valuable insight, but generally it just, it just made me think like, you know, Tom, just get back to basics. Like, you know what works, you can try and do a lot of fancy stuff, but you know, the the recipe for success on YouTube is pretty simple really. Uh, But you know, I did, I did like to be reminded a lot of that stuff. And I think that's a lot of great, conferences remind you of what you already knew but because you have invested the time to sit down and finally take some time to think about your youtube channels or your business in a certain way you're in the right headspace to think oh yeah of course i should be doing that of course i should be doing that so i wouldn't say there was anything that was like whoa my mind's just been blown um but i definitely think i had a few like head exploded. Of course I need to be doing that. Of course I should be doing that. Of course I should be revisiting that. Yeah. And I I really loved that, what he was saying about kind of surrounding yourself with other people. So I'm going to try and implement a bit, a bit more of that on, on some of the stuff that I'm doing. Of course, that is also what I'm trying to build up over at Pro Channel Manager. And I think we, we do have a little bit of an aspect of that, but maybe I need to dial that aspect of it up a bit more.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, what the hell man It's like, who am I? Like, I'm not I'm not I'm not somebody you throw ideas
1: to. <laughs> no, oh no, yeah, but I think you are much more we're like, we like we're conscious each other A bit. I you know, we we're we're more like what's going on in the industry or you know. No, I know. Business business-wise, talking about clients, but I'm talking about like what do you think of this title? What do you think of this from now or should I make this cut here or that cut there and to be a bit fair on myself, you know, on the movie channel it's pretty straightforward i'm publishing a movie it is what it is uh it's got its own title it's got its own images but um yeah i i definitely think on some new channels that i'm looking to launch uh early next year i could be implementing a lot of good stuff that i've maybe um slept on a bit so yeah what yeah what i've seen so far has been really really useful but um uh, also looking to to dive into a lot more as well
0: okay you know obviously we've been doing this on our own and building on our our own little businesses so one of the things that you quickly realize when you build a business is that it's a very very lonely job right it's like you're in your little world and it's easy to get sort of you know sort of like in your bubble and not think beyond it and you know our our other jobs when we were working at bigger companies is that you you were lucky enough and you had a team and you can sort of like riff off each other and i think that's a little bit of what mr beast also sort of like uses his friends it's it's people in his ecosystem that do the same thing every day in the day out and and all that sort of stuff so it totally makes sense a follow-up and you sort of addressed it a little bit on uh on the previous point is uh, by mentioning Luke Sharon, is anybody out there that's sort of like catching your attention more than others? I'll just say, me uh, anecdotally, I do pay attention to what Daniel Battelle, I hope I'm not massacring his name, but I tend to do that could, just because he's such a character and he looks like I wanted to look like, like when I was 16. and uh you know so he's just to describe everybody if you don't know him he's he's got very long hair and sort of the goatee and just looks like somebody like a
1: heavy a heavy metal rocker kind of he
0: looks like he's part of tool you know I, I you know
1: he's in a band tool it's funny cuz i've heard a lot of people say that you look like a tool Carlos. oh <laughs> man wow what did i deserve couldn't resist
0: couldn't resist. resist i'll fully admit you're much more i would say outgoing in the community than i am so is there anybody in this ecosystem or especially Vidcon, vit summit oh, i was going to say Vid vit summit uh this year that you're sort of like oh they're you know they're cool they're sort of like you know they're just i don't want to just say they're cool they're saying stuff the you know very smart things and are some somebody that we should pay attention to
1: yeah absolutely i think that the amazing thing about this vid summit which has been different from from all the others is that obviously it's based in la it's organized from la and so there's obviously a, a very heavy bias towards us speakers where in this on this time around because it was Vid Summit worldwide, and it wasn't all filmed in LA. There were kind of little pods that were organised around the world. So, for example, I was organising the speakers. You may not even know this, Carlos. I was organising the speakers for the London pod, so I brought everyone together, and and because of that, it meant that people that may not necessarily be on the radar of the organisers, or just because they're based in the UK, like I say, just because they're not in you know the the kind of usual circles, they may not have got a chance to speak. And, um obviously, there are tons of people out there that have got very interesting stuff to say, so um yeah I think i i have got a bias of course to kind of u k voices, but yeah I think I pulled together a really good great group of up and coming speakers, so Luke, who already mentioned Rupa, whose talk I watched yesterday around kind of advertising standards like in the f t c guidelines and stuff like that you like you absolutely you know it's just one of them talks that may not like sound glamorous as like, you know, get 10 million views, but it's the kind of thing that's probably going to save you like getting a lawsuit. So you should definitely (laughs) watch that from, from Rupa. Um, My good friend, Louise Brogan, uh, she's based over in Ireland. She did a great talk on LinkedIn video, although unfortunately they forgot to edit in her slides, So hopefully (laughs) they will uh, upload a new version to the replay soon. Margarita, um, she was speaking from a, a cool company called Paper Cup that did kind of foreign language versions. Yeah. And it's just really cool to see, you know, uh, different voices from around the world. Um, quite a few female speakers. I know a lot of the the speakers that, that I brought on were females, which is great to see more of a, an equal spread in, in, in the kind of video scene that is typically dominated by white middle-aged guys like me. So <laughs> yeah, lots, lots, lots of people kind of, talking about new subjects as well, not just new faces and new voices, but also talking about new subjects, you know, different platforms. And one, one, uh, one talk that really stood out for me was one by a guy called Ian Corzine, And he was talking about, uh, like fair use and censorship and lawsuits and kind of like, he's a social media lawyer. He works with a lot of creators and influencers. And that was really, really interesting. And that's another one where it may not sound so glamorous, but it may save you a date in court or it may save you your, your business being taken away from you or something. So, and like, he's not someone that I'd heard of until this conference, but I'm glad that I've like found him and I'll definitely follow more of his stuff in the future.
0: Great, yeah, and I think one of the benefits as well of Fit Summit is just to, to open up that roster of people that you know speak your language and are also paying attention to newer things that maybe you're you know too busy on your your bread and butter business to to pay attention to. Uh, I did notice uh, quite a few talks about LinkedIn video. This year, I didn't notice a not too much of a focus on TikTok though.
1: Yeah, I was surprised. I was very, very surprised because even one of the speakers, Owen Video, who's a good friend of mine, he's absolutely smashing it on TikTok at the moment. But he didn't actually talk about, or at least the title of his video was not based around TikTok. So maybe I think people are using this year to really work out the kinks in their strategies and build fuller case studies. But I think next year will be, you know, I reckon we'll see three, four, five... Even more talks around TikTok for sure. I think I think we're just too old for TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely am for sure.
0: What I would recommend anybody listening to this uh, podcast who's curious about this is to really de- is is to download the VidSummit app and sign up because there's not just the videos from this year. There's the videos from the previous years. Uh, you know, there are some high profile talks um, this year, and there are also high profiles talk in a previous year's uh names like Casey Neistat and uh Gary Vee, sort of to name a few. It's definitely worthwhile to get access to that app. We had a, a podcast way back uh talking about like is Vid, VidCon worth it? And I'm not gonna I don't think it's even even a question in terms of like Vid Summit uh, for us, for what we do, it's completely worth it. But you know this year is sort of like the year of everything. <laughs> you know, VidSummit went full virtual this year. You know, in general, do you think in-person Vid, VidSummit is, you know, I know they're planning it for next year, but let's be honest, we planned a lot of things in the last year that didn't come to pass. And I hope it does. Trust me, I hope it does. Um, what's the future VidSummit? Like, do you think it'll focus... and? you know what, I, I, I'll I sort of take a little bit of what I just said back and this is a free-flowing podcast. So, you know, we'll, I'll make mistakes more, more often than you, Tom, but <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say, that. Uh, but no, but I, I, I sort of want to scale back the question. The question is more like, what's the future of Summit? Is it going to be like, you know, Summit started because of YouTube and YouTube feels <sighs> Sort of, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say like it feels done, but it feels like there's nothing new coming from
1: it. There's nothing new learning coming from it. And it feels like I know what you're saying. You're, you're kind of saying it has like, has YouTube been solved?
0: Yeah, in a way, kind right? Of, it's, it's sort of has yeah. YouTube been solved. And I feel like VidSummit has done a good job of branching out beyond YouTube. And I think that's to me from what I see is is, it's, it's, it'll be a continuation of that, right. Is new platforms, the platforms that are killing it these days are all video based, right? I mean, yes, there are some out there. There's a few niche platforms that are audio based. And a few I don't know if the last time we heard of a text, a text app, that's, you know, gone viral. Uh, But, you know, nowadays, you know, if you want to grow a platform, it has to be UGC video. So my, to sense when it comes to VidSummit is continuing to branch out and sort of like the new ways of using video across the internet in general are going to be the fo- main focus for all things VidSummit. Tom?
1: Yeah, I think there'll still be a core of that YouTube education. Oh, yes, because of course. Every, every year there's a new, obviously there's changes and you know the algorithm will continue to fine-tune itself, but generally it, it is what it is. But there's a new generation of creators every year. You know, obviously people return, but then there's new people coming into the ecosystem every year. And so a lot of that stuff, which we have heard for the last few years, will be brand new to them. So I think that will continue. I think, like you say, new platforms, TikTok will be huge next year. But I, I think talks like mine will be much more prevalent. So for all those creators that have been to VidSummit for three, four, five years, and now they've you know, like we say, they've solved their YouTube channel, They're that they're they're doing a great job okay so how now do i grow a massive email list how do i turn that into a membership site how do i get bigger brand deals how do i get on netflix how do i get my stuff up on chinese platforms you know um and i think it's all going to be about next level because yes there's always going to be a beginner market but i think vid summit particularly prides itself on not being there necessarily for the beginner and i think so then it will have to be like what's the new set of problems that creators have now that they've made it quote unquote how do you run a better business rather than how do you run a better youtube channel
0: YouTube's not going to go away it's going to be mature and there's always new people coming in and there'll always be the need to sort of educate them and again I, I work with companies that have massive youtube channels and you know they're con- constantly cycling through channel managers, and you know their main focus is content creation, and often channel manager like the writing and the, and the, of the videos. But the the channel manager side of things sometimes isn't as uh, robust as it should be. It's almost like here's here's the channel figure figure things out and. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, uh, obviously it's not it's not the case. It's much more sophisticated. So there's always going to be people, uh, you know, wanting to learn for that. Well, thanks for, you know, basically filling me in, filling us all in on on the whole Vits, Summit experience. Uh, again, I was sort of paying attention to, to it. And it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm going to get Caught up on it once, once it's all done. Because I have a hard time with like stopping. You know, lo- I'm so used to sort of catch up TV that you know live yeah. stuff is sort of like, yeah, no, I can't, I can't focus on that. So it's definitely great that uh, VidSummit. It, it's kind of fascinating to see how. Obviously, it makes sense considering Daryl's. Daryl's a very smart guy. Is is that you know they built this sort of catch up app. For uh, many years actually probably one of the the best sort of like maintained ones I've worked for conference companies companies that manage conferences and and make conferences and none of the ones that I've worked with are like so afraid of showing the content and so afraid to c- build anything to get the people to watch the old content is is or they just don't think about it' it's, it's fascinating in 2020 to, to well I mean now they have to <laughs> 2020 has forced them but like yeah. up until 2020 like there were just just like, nope. We're not, we don't have any plans for that. You need to be in person. We make the money from the pick- tickets people in person. So all that sort of stuff. So anyways, this is sort of a side note.
1: Well, let's 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 first of all, let's say, I hope I get to see you at a conference in real life soon, Carlos. That's true. Because, uh, it's been years since we last saw each other. And just generally, uh, you, obviously, we hope the world recovers. <laughs> and uh, events like VidCon and VidSummit can go ahead in person because there is definitely a, an X factor to that. Yes, to that very in true. That in-person element.
0: Yep. So yeah. Zero, zero, zero definitely hope uh you know there's not a lot of conferences that i'm as you know you, you uh, again sort of a personal anecdote like we you know you in an industry you end up going to a lot of conferences over the years and there's you know certain ones that i don't have any fomo for but vid, vid summit's one of those that i still have uh you know interest in participating and because i guess it's it's when you have like-minded people uh in, in there and that you can catch up on um and, you know, again, it's personal anecdote, like for me as not being a creator, like VidCon for me it was sort of like, okay, I can't, you know, I'm not really having you know, it's fewer fewer and far between. You know, the first few years you're great, but then after a few years it's sort of like, okay, <laughs> um, I've already <laughs> aged out of this group, so I need to get out. <laughs> So obviously, check out VidSummit, vidsummit.com if you want to sign up for, you know, the catch-up app as well as look at what's happening next year. Big thank you to Daryl Eves, uh, again, even though I'm not involved at all, (laughs) but, you know, he's definitely supported you a lot over the years. He's the OG in this space, uh, Absolutely. Right? Big thank you to our founding sponsor, TubeBuddy, for supporting us since the beginning. We're looking forward to the future with TubeBuddy and uh, their new partnership. TubeBuddy is the ultimate tool to manage your YouTube channels. As I said when we started the podcast, it is the tool i use for all my clients that i recommend for all my clients it is a chrome plugin that you put in and uh sorry i say chrome but a browser plugin to superpower your youtube channel your youtube optimization from thumbnails to tags to you know mass copying across your youtube channel it is the ultimate tool for youtube
1: optimization tom we have an offer We do indeed. You can get an exclusive multi channel discount by visiting videoinsiders.fm forward slash. ChewBuddy. Thank you again, ChewBuddy.
0: If you're enjoying this podcast and know others in this ecosystem that would really enjoy listening to us, please, please share it with them. If you're using the Apple podcast, we would really appreciate uh, a review because that's the only place that counts when it comes to reviews. Tom, have yourself
1: a great couple of weeks. And you too. Stay safe. Stay strong. Good luck with the move if I don't speak to you before then.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm going to hope we speak at least once before then. But yes, it's 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 coming quick. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.